Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we are talking about artificial intelligence because soon they're going to be hit with regulations. This is coming out of the European Union. I think this is a good thing, and here's what's going on. Now this is coming from Reuters, and I think this is important. The AI Act is expected to be a landmark piece of EU legislation governing the use of artificial intelligence in Europe. And it's been in works, basically in the works for over two years now. It's not just a response to chat GPT. Artificial intelligence has been growing, and here we are. Lawmakers have proposed classifying different artificial intelligence tools according to the perceived level of risk from low to unacceptable. Governments and companies using these tools will have different obligations, obviously, depending on what that risk level is and what they're using. So... My question is, what is the scope of this act? This act is expansive and will govern anyone who provides a product or service that uses artificial intelligence. The act will cover systems that can generate output, such as content, predictions, recommendations, or decisions influencing uh, environments. Apart from the uses of AI by companies, it will also look at AI used in the public sector as well as law enforcement. It will work in tandem with things like the GDPR, or General Data Protection Regulation, that has been in on the books essentially since 2018. Those use AI systems which interact with humans are, uh, are used for surveillance purposes or can be used to generate deep fake content uh, face strong transparency obligations, meaning the chat GPTs of the world or those apps where you know you can insert your face into, I don't know, the Terminator movie because that seems relevant. Those are going to have much stringent uh, or much more stringent hoops to jump through in order to be available to the public. So what is considered high risk under the AI Act as it stands right now? A number of AI tools can be considered high risk, such as those used in critical infrastructure, law enforcement, or education. They are one level below unacceptable, and therefore, they're not banned outright. The, uh, out, outright excuse me. Instead, those high-risk AIs will likely be uh, obliged to complete rigorous risk assessments, log their activities, and make data available to authorities to scrutinize. That would be likely to increase compliance costs for companies as well. Obviously, if you've got to jump through all the regulatory paperwork and all those kinds of things, then you're hiring consultants and policy writers and compliance and all of that, or you can just have a generative AI write your policies for you. Many of the high-risk categories where AI will use or where AI use will be strictly controlled would be areas such as law enforcement, migration, infrastructure, product safety, and of course the administration of justice. We've seen in Estonia where they're using AI judges, and so I'm looking at Estonia for that one. And on top of this, we have something called GPAIS. This stands for General Purpose AI Systems. It's a category proposed by lawmakers to account for AI tools that essentially are used for more than one application. Think generative AI or LLMs like ChatGPT, or Google Bard. Lawmakers are currently debating whether all forms of GPAIS will be designated a high risk and what that would mean for the technology companies looking to adopt that kind of artificial intelligence into their products and platforms. The draft currently does not clarify what the obligations would be uh, for those AI companies and manufacturers that are basically building the chat GPTs of the world. And so the other question is, just like GDPR, what happens if a company breaks the rules or runs afoul of the AI Act in the EU? At the moment, the proposals say those found uh, basically in breach of the AI Act would face fines of up to 30 million euros or 6% of global profits, whichever is higher, 4% for GDPR for the record. So they are really tackling AI because and when you're talking about multi-billion dollar corporations and profitability, 2% adds up quick on top of the, the 4 6%. 
So for a company like Microsoft, for example, which is backing OpenAI's ChatGPT, it could mean a fine of over $10 billion if they're violating the rules. And so the question is, when's this going to come into effect? When are they going to put this into force? The industry expects the act to be passed this year, but there's no concrete deadline. The act is also being discussed by parliamentarians. And after they reach common ground, there's going to be basically a trilogue between representatives of the European Union, the Council of the European Union, and the European Commission. After they've banged that all out and finalized it, there would be a grace period of about two years to allow the chat GPTs and other AI-affected parties that are developing the AIs to comply with the regulations. You can't like drop this on everybody on June 1st, 2023, and then go after them. They're going to have to have a grace period because you got to get the paperwork and controls in place, as well as the transparency that is needed. I I think this is a good thing. Now, there are caveats here, and this is where the issues come in. Because while the European Union is regulating this and they're dovetailing it with GDPR, means they may attempt to say, hey, if you have an AI, Chat GPT, you're based out of you know the United States and you're moving Chat GPT into Europe. We recently saw Italy's parliament ban Chat GPT over data protection or GDPR issues because Chat GPT just recently had a data leak as well as not clearly stating in their policies what information they're gathering on users or capturing as you're interacting with ChatGPT. And so ChatGPT is currently banned in Italy until they figure out how to basically align with the GDPR uh, in the EU, and then Italy will allow them back in. But that's exactly what we're talking about here. And so we're going to see, I think, a huge shift towards this. But the big issue that we've got, I think, overall is there are many AIs, LLMs, generative AI, and other types of artificial intelligences that are being created in what are considered adversarial countries or, or simply countries that have no desire to essentially uh, live by the GDPR standards, yet we see their products all over the place. TikTok is a perfect example of that. Chinese-backed company, those standards, quite frankly, are not meeting that. We've talked about that at length. Uh, you know, I literally have done video after video of TikTok and violating the privacy. So even though they may claim it, they're not practicing what they preach. This is going to be the next frontier. And so putting, I think, controls around it is going to be good. But while we may have scruples in not allowing our artificial intelligences to develop the, a new unique set of malware capability... Other countries may not have that. And what do we do with that? So while I think this is overall a good thing, the world has to get on the same technological page here because if not, what we're going to have is a gap and then the, mili the militaries and the governments aren't going to want that to happen, you know, and now we have escalation. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a multi-edged sword, not even a double-edged sword, but I think it's food for thought. I think it's worth of a discussion. I am a fan of regulating these kinds of things, especially for the general public, but we're going to see what happens. And that's your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.